What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, you busy entrepreneur, you helping you simplify and create better videos for your business and just really create a deeper connection with your audience using video. So if that's something up your alley, let's jump right into today's message. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. On this show, we help you simplify video creation process. We dive deeper into the strategies. Um, and on the YouTube channel, Entree Woman TV, we dive into the actual um, video marketing tips as well as the tech tips uh, so that it's easier for you to actually see those different things, but diving a little bit deeper here into the strategy portion of uh, this particular podcast, I want to be able to answer questions like we've done uh, in the previous episode, but on a more regular and consistent basis. And to do that, you'll just go to diana.link forward slash message. That's diana.link forward slash message. So let's dive into the question that we got from Jared on how to revive a stagnant YouTube channel. Hey Diana, this is Jared Brown from the YouTube channel Abide a Brownie. My wife Jessica and I, we are hoping to help people taste and see the extravagant love of God through everyday life. We're passionate about our message. We love talking and interacting with our people. We love everything about it. However, we've gotten a little bit stagnant on our channel in the last couple of months to probably the last year or so. So my question for you is this. What is the Diana Gladney silver or golden thread of three steps or five steps or 10 steps or whatever, however many you have to get a stagnant channel off of stuck and back to growing again on YouTube? Love you, girl. Love everything you do. Jarrett, my friend, thank you so much for submitting your question to the video Simplify Q&A show. And I'm super pumped to dive into this topic because this is something that kind of happens with a lot of people. So in this particular video, we're going to be diving deep into my three-step strategy to help you revive a YouTube channel. And this is applicable no matter what kind of videos you make or who your intended or ideal audience is. So let's dive in. So the first strategy is you want to clarify, clean up, and reaffirm your channel promise. This is something when I took a look at your channel that isn't very clear when you first come to your channel. In the beginning of your videos, as well as kind of throughout the channel, you'll see, you know, helping you taste and see the extravagant love of God. And we don't really know what that means. And so as somebody that is somebody that's already subscribed, you really don't know what you're going to get from one day to the next. And if you're there, it's kind of like you're there because we like you and we enjoy the content that you make, but we're not there for one specific type of message or type of concern or type of thing because it's being addressed on the channel because we don't know. And so that's one of the things is that if you're trying to build and grow an audience, maybe it's not just a hobby or you want to grow it from being a hobby, to something a little bit more, we wanna consider what are the things that people would subscribe to. And for that to happen, we have to clarify our message. One way that you can do this is by answering this clarifying statement. Who are you helping with what specifically? 
This is something that my business coach taught me day one of working with him years ago. And that was to be able to answer this clarifying statement because nothing else moves if you don't have clarity in who you're serving and more importantly, with what specifically. So we know we want to do that through video content on YouTube. We are not really sure of the who we're helping and not just demographics. We don't want to just list their age, where they live, how much money that they're making or, you know, things like that, things about them. Because chances are, if you've ever worked in a job, you probably around the same age, maybe have about the same family size. Chances are you're making somewhere similar to the same income. And yet you guys are completely worldly different than each other and you would never want to be compared to them. A lot of times it's the same thing for our viewers. So we need to consider the who more specific to the attributes about that person and with what specifically, what kind of video content are we going to make? Are we going to make how to's and tutorials? Are we going to be giving them tips and strategies around a specific thing? Is it more vlog style content that is going to be sharing a specific message around a specific area? And so one of the things to be cautious of is that when it is vlog style content, you can do one of three things or have a channel. That's one of three ways uh, in my book. And that is you have a category one style channel. This is your proprietary information. You're never going to get anything different. It kind of puts you in the mindset of a Dave Ramsey. You're never going to see vlog content from Dave Ramsey. You're never going to see him with behind the scenes really of him on his phone showing you behind the studio. You're never going to get anything other than the tips and the strategy style content. That's a category one type channel. Category two type channel is what I call a hybrid channel. Hybrid channels are kind of what you experience here on Entree Woman TV, where you'll get the tips and the strategies and the technical know-hows. So that that category one style content, but you'll also get vlog style content showing you behind the scenes of what it's like with me using my gear so I can expose to you and share, share with you all of the different things and the components behind building your own business by using video marketing and video content creation. And so just sharing my own journey and experience. So I have flexibility and freedom in my content channel can grow a little bit slower because you're introducing two different types of dynamics. Not everybody that's interested in vlog content is also interested in the hardcore tips and strategies and vice versa. Category three type channels are primarily vlog style and just personality style content. The people are there for you or more or less and more often to be a little bit more successful with the vlog style channel is to have still a core theme and message for why they're there. For example, I really love and adore Heather Torres of Think Media. She's a good friend of mine and she not only has the content that she shares and creates on Think Media, but she also has her own vlog style, this category three style channel, or sometimes a little bit of a hybrid channel. So it'd be between a category two and a category three. However, people that are there for mostly that category three content, that vlog style content that she tends to lead with is not because of her being Heather. Nobody's really interested in Heather because nobody knows who Heather is. However, through serving our audience and the channel promise for why they're there, then we can start to tie into what is it that Heather is doing that makes us care about this vlog. And so her theme and her channel promise is around homeschool parenting. 
What is that dynamic like? What are the curriculums like? And what does it look like to be a parent exploring and diving deep into being a homeschool parent? So other moms that are interested in this channel aren't there because of Heather by herself initially. They're there because they want to learn about homeschooling their own children. Then they come to know, like, trust, care about, and love Heather. That comes second to the channel core promise and the theme, even when it's vlog style content. Now with any of these categories, you always are still answering, who are you helping with what specifically? So one thing that people tend to get a little confused about, and I talked about this in an episode recently on the Video Simplified podcast, I'll link that down below for you to check out uh, with the resource guides and things like that. And quick power tip here, I am gonna be giving away a guide a little bit later and diving deep into this. So resources and everything will be linked down below, but we'll dive in a little bit later in this video. In regards to the who, when it comes to the who, we really don't want to, again, go into just the demographics. We want to consider what are the primary frustrations that our core audience or our ideal audience is having and what is their frustrations, what's keeping them up at night. For example, even with a category three, I gave the example of Heather, even with a category three of vlog style content channel, you're still able to clearly identify and to see with the homeschool house, this is about homeschooling. And so the thing that may be keeping that mom up at night is because she's really frustrated, especially everything going on right now with the pandemic. And even before then, about who her kids are gonna interact with, what kind of relationships do she do she want them to have or would she ideally like for them to build? Frustrating things about bullying and all the advancements in a negative way that have happened in regards to that in public school systems and the curriculums and not really vibing with that and really wanting to instill her and her husband's premise of what they truly believe their family should be to make the best little humans possible that understand and are better and well-prepared other than any other school system. So they care about that core underlying thing. Again, that's why I said they don't really care so much about Heather. They care about the message that Heather is sharing. And by way of that, they then come to care about Heather. So the second part of this is clean up. When you're looking at your channel and somebody, maybe they find you through search or through a specific video, whatever the case is, but they land on your, your content and then they go over to your channel. The first thing that we're seeing is a lot of confusing messages. We're having mis mixed messages and signals all over the place. And furthermore, when we're looking at the channel artwork, as soon as they first come to the channel, what are the things that are there that should be there to make it clear and apparent who I'm helping with, with what specifically or what is the channel promise and the focus? What can you expect here and what can you not? So when we're talking about reviving a YouTube channel, we're talking about really going deep so that we're able to see all of the intricacies from new eyes, not from what we've been doing, what we've been feeling, but from the person that's on the keyboard. That is the most important way to structure a channel. I used to do small business tips uh, and finance and things like that on Entree Woman TV, but the channel wasn't Entree Woman TV. It's morphed and shifted and grown over time. And it's nothing wrong with that because if the channel has gotten stagnant, chances are the clarity of the channel and the channel focus and aim 
has gotten stagnant. Now I still have some videos that are good and successful and that's fine because if you're starting a business, maybe those can help and apply to you. But those aren't also listed on the homepage of Entree Woman TV because it's no longer the channel focus. So they're not unlisted because those videos have done well. They still introduce new people to the community here. But I also put in the comments, I don't make new videos around this topic any longer. This is the current channel focus. So hopefully this singular video maybe helped you out or this singular playlist helped you out, but I don't produce the kind of content here any longer. This is the current channel focus. So even then they're aware. So tip number two is to create a video strategy specifically to serving your ideal viewer the new channel promise. If you're still sharing content around the old channel promise, we need to stop doing that. We need to really sit down and create a strategy of what are the next three videos that are going to best serve this new audience. Even if none of your current subscribers are there for that, they will get the picture and they will see just solely based off the title. So yes, you will see potentially a decreased in your subscri current subscribers, because as you're uploading new videos, you'll start to see people fall off that are like, ah, I'm not getting what I want here. And that's a good thing. This is not a bad thing. That's a great thing because YouTube doesn't care about the number of subscribers that you have. YouTube cares about things like the audience retention. How long are people watching? When they click, did they actually did go through the process of the hierarchy of engagement, which I've talked about, uh, on my, podcast, the video simplified podcast from just clicking on the video to watching the video, watching that video all the way through, not just liking, but leaving a comment. And then the bees knees, a grand slam would be actually sharing that video with their audience or community in a significant way. And that is what we want. So likes don't really matter that much because it's very low on that engagement scale, but it's a measure that is important. So just having subscribers definitely isn't that important, especially if those subscribers aren't watching the content. So how do you do this? One of the ways I always suggest to my clients when we're talking about figuring out what the pulse is, it's like being a doctor. So I'm going to give you a prescription from Dr. Gladney, and that is going to be, let us go through and get the vital signs for your ideal viewer. One of the easiest ways to start doing this is to go find and search a relevant topic to the audience that you're wanting to connect and communicate with that would be interested or that somebody that's already in that space or that field or that genre of content that you're thinking about making. And let's go through the comments and think about and really go through the psychology of the person that's leaving these comments in a more meaningful and a significant way. Are they complaining about something? Are they wishing that this person went deeper into a specific area? Or are they giving, you know, a lot of praise because it was a topic that was extremely helpful. Understanding the things that are frustrating them and the things that would be of relief to them are something that's extremely, extremely important when we're taking the pulse of our community. Tip number three, final tip here is research, research, research. I cannot express this 
importance of this last step here, because when we're thinking research, most people just kind of think to themselves and then they say, well, this is something that my people would like, or this is something somebody in this space would like. And we begin to make a cardinal sin, which is to create videos based on assumptions versus creating videos based from clarity. If we don't have clarity in what the real problems are that our community is having, we've completely taken our hand off the pulse of our community and we're missing something that they truly care about. One of the things I am very consciously aware of is paying attention to the comments, the emails, and the messages that I get on like the DMs, like all of that, because I'm thinking through for the person that took the courage to send me a message and ask me a question, why did they word it this way? What is it that they're experiencing or even seeing elsewhere when they search these phrases or this topic on YouTube? What's coming up in those top results that they're probably watching? What did those people say that maybe they didn't explain so well or they just kind of brushed over because they assumed the audience knew something when in, in fact they really don't. And so that's where I'm able to make a different differentiator with my content because I know exactly who I'm creating for. I know exactly what their problems are because I'm constantly keeping my hand on the pulse of my community and their pain points. So just like a good doctor would do, I'm considerate of when their blood pressure spikes up and something becomes extremely frustrating or something new drops and gets released and it's something that they should know about or should be aware of or be careful of in X, Y, and Z. I'm aware when they're having those significant changes in the industry and in the market that's going to impact them either in a positive or in a negative way. Even with, for example, go back to Heather, when she's talking about homeschooling, if in a specific state, we're talking about the how to do homeschooling in a specific area or region, if a law changes or there's one that's potentially going to be passed through, she could do a vlog about here's how I'm watching this and paying attention to this and here's how I'm preparing so if things move towards A, then I can plan and prepare for that. And if things shift and they go towards B, this is our plan for that should this happen. And even with those things, we're notifying and we're keeping our hand on the pulse of our community because we can now let them know, like, I'm aware that you guys know that this is happening. Here's how I'm handling that. Here's how I'm dealing with that or whatever the case would be. If Canon all of a sudden decided that they're closing up shop, they're no longer making cameras any longer and any cameras that you currently own are no longer going to be serviced and it's just like, you know, you're on your own, then that's something that would be a pain point and a concern of my community. So when somebody emails me and they ask me several times over and they're like, hey, have you heard? And I'm sitting there like, no, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And they're like, how are you missing this? This is a big deal to us. That's when I'm talking about keeping your hand on the pulse of your community. So researching and creating not from assumptions or things that we think that they want, but really diving deep, going through and creating content that they're deeply desiring to know and learn more about. Even if you don't have videos yet or the audience yet, building and transitioning into that so that you can start to dive into that. Even with the comments, it's a great place to start. Um, and so you can create from clarity and not from assumptions.
So hopefully you got value out of this Q&A session as well as the one we had last week, really being able to dive deep in a strategy session and dive into this topic of, you know, what should you do when you have a channel that goes stagnant? And again, if you've been on YouTube on the platform for any length of time, this can tend to happen. Or if you start getting less passionate about things, and it's a really interesting dynamic to when you've had success in a specific area, and maybe you're not feeling that anymore, you want to pivot and go in a different direction. And things just are not going ideally as you would like for them to. But this is why we have episodes like this. So we can really dive deep into this. So if you want to submit your own question to have it answered in a segment of the video simplify Q&A show, go to diana.link forward slash message. Now, I did mention about uh, a free guide and downloadable that will become available and I'll let that be known or I'll add it in the link in the description. When that becomes uh, available, just to kind of help you get more clarity around, you know, going through the what you should do to get better clarity around it. The best way to get access to that as soon as it comes out is make sure you're subscribed to the email community at dinagladney.com. But that's where I'm going to leave it for this segment uh, and this episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. And if you have never heard this before, you haven't gotten to the end of the podcast, obviously, because I always love to end the shows with the quote by Jim Rohn that says, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, a little bit of passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for checking out today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the content that you heard. And if you did, make sure you leave a rating or review in your favorite podcast player. And I do read and check all of those. So it'd be greatly appreciated. But more than that, leave a message. Go to anchor.fm forward slash Diana Gladney and let me know your thoughts. If you want it published, we can do that. If not, I'll listen to it and just hold it close and near and dear to my heart. But otherwise, guys, make sure you subscribe to Entree Women TV if you want more video tips and things like such as. But otherwise, guys, I will see you on the next episode on the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care and as always, live with passion.